morning, good evening, good night. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Welcome to another episode of Penrose versus Anybody. I am your host, Penrose Eames, and for the first time in a long motherfucking time, sitting across the motherfucking table <laughs> from me, always in the motherfucking stool, it's everybody's favorite big cousin and my little bro. There go BJ, a.k.a. Teddy Murphy, a.k.a. Educated Stacy, a.k.a. Tony McKenzie, <laughs> a.k.a. Follow me at There Go BJ <laughs> on Twitter and IG. What's happening? <laughs> the original <laughs> hug dealer around this bitch. Self-made hug dealer. Hey, shout out to Finesse Queen 227 I don't know if that's her IG or her Twit, but she sent me an email because she was trying to get her podcast shit started off. Right. And she addressed me as the Hug Hefe. <laughs> so, <laughs> AKA Hug Hefe. Right. Got the love and the hugs for the love. For the love. <laughs> God damn it. It's your boy, uh, like I said, it's your boy Penrose Eames. I don't have too many AKAs. Sometimes they call me Dr. Penrose. Sometimes they call me Ladies Love Penrose. <laughs> Sometimes they call me her favorite podcast host. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> Sometimes they call me an asshole, and nine times out of ten they all fit. <laughs> hey yo, we definitely appreciate y'all, man. We definitely appreciate y'all rocking with us, being here with us, and uh, shit, man. What the fuck is up, yo? It's been a minute, man. Listen, if y'all rock with us, y'all know how we've been recording and everything. Y'all was in and out the store, whatever. So it's been a minute since I've been sitting across the table from my brother, man. Like, like it's been a minute, a minute. Yeah. So. A long minute. Yeah, man. I wonder if y'all still realize that everything y'all heard up until what, like, the first week of, no, not even the first week, the last week of February, all of that was recorded in December. Yep. <laughs> look, we've been working. <laughs> we've been working, but we've been losing shit. Like, we tried to get y'all some new shit. Right. Well, we yeah. had, hey, we had that shit in the bank, so... Shit, y'all just actually not nah, a little road show. That shit was recorded in December. December. Yeah, Damn. So, so yeah. So up until last week, <laughs> like I know it's about three shows where we wish Fresco congratulations on his son because we didn't know when we was gonna <laughs> drop the bitches. Yep. Yep. He did get salutations like three times in a row. Yep. So yeah, we've been we've been working consistent. Oh yeah, man. But. It's definitely felt good to be back in the studio together, yes, man. Sir. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> back like I never left this bitch. <laughs> Yo, you know, we usually don't do this because we always together, but shit, it's been a minute. How you been? Oh, man. I have been, like, imbalanced. Shit is crazy. It's like one minute is like extreme highs, but then another minute it's extreme lows. But it's all lessons. So, you know, I'm taking it as lessons and not L's. But um constantly working fourteen to sixteen hours a day, then constantly, you know, being stressed out with not being able to be like fully creative. So you gotta kinda like cut some of your life shit off to you know let your ideas and your thought process flourish it's just constantly constantly being strained but like i said it's all in lessons you know so nothing out of the not too much out of the ordinary but you know again glad to be here because this lets me know that i'm back to doing what i love to do i feel you 
Um, I think that's the perspective of the last month from the nigga who got fucked over by life. <laughs> um, <sorry. laughs> Real shit. It'd be because crazy. I, on the other hand, have been on this bitch living. <laughs> Wish y'all could see my face right now. Hell yeah. Nah, man, like, shit been kind of smooth. The job going good out that way. Um, still just trying to get everything to prepare to move the fam and, you know yeah. what I'm saying, just get shit situated the way it need to be situated or whatever. But, uh, shit, man. I think, for me, these last couple months have been, like, it's almost I've been learning lessons in a, in a sense of a proverb, like like a, a fucking played out in life proverb. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Right. I had a fallout with one of my mans. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have situations tearing me back and forth, pulling me in different directions, and it's just like, it, but I noticed that it's all been like for the building of what is yet to come. You right, know what I'm right, right. That's how I look at it. Too. It's like in order, but I and I can see it. It's like it's different lessons. That's all right. You want this, and you can have this, but what are you gonna do to have it? And it's like that's been like two on different levels, different things in my life, though. Right, you know what I'm saying. But it's always been that same question. So it's been a lot of lessons going on, a lot of shit that I've been trying to uh, learn or whatnot or, or pay attention to. So. It get like it get to a point where now I'm starting to realize in in so many ways that you can't systematically have everything your way. You gotta kinda like as you said before with the whole aim shit, you gotta like forge your way through sometimes. Like right. and I'm realizing that now because people that know you dependable will make shit for you to do. You know what Real I'm saying? Shit. Like they'll like see like, okay, you know, Cause even at the job, some of them call me BJ. So they like, you know, BJ, he always here. So right. give it to him. And then I come to work and it's like, hey, bro, we need you to do this, 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 and this. Right. And it's like, damn, well, who else? Who else came to work today? Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I realized that if that's my work ethic for them, then how come I can't apply that to my own shit? You know what I'm saying? Right. So it comes with its highs and lows, but... You just got to know how to apply, you know, your focus. Like, shout out to the Queens. They was talking about that on the last episode about where's your focus, you know. It should be on you at some point, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm working on, just trying to, like, recenter and, you know, not be so imbalanced with giving more to somebody else and investing more into myself. Yeah, real shit. I can dig that. Yo, while we talking about investing more in ourselves, uh, shameless plug, um, Holla at myself and your boy It's D Murph uh, On Down With The DMs We got a brand new show Come out every couple hey, weeks Hey Shout so, out to the homie You know what I mean D Murph D Moore Down With The DMs Check the podcast out We just dropped our first episode On March 10th No Wednesday March Wednesday. 15th 15th Yeah so And I'm not even it. on the show But my DMs be popping <laughs> Baby <laughs> I hear that. And so the shit. offline conversation we just had about DMs could have started a porno. <laughs> <laughs> Keep sending them, goddammit. Shout outs. Um, you know who you are. All you motherfuckers that send DMs and like walk around as if y'all don't, like not in a, Ugh, I wouldn't do it way, but y'all just keep y'all mouth shut. Like, shout out to the discreetness. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It'd be the sexiest, the baddest, a bitch. You just, doop, doop, doop. Hey, what's this? Is this the guys? Oh, oh, oh. 
Oh. Real shit. And then she fucking like, I don't know. And you go to her Facebook page and it says Young Democrats, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, real shit. All her accolades and shit. Right. You know what I mean? Shorty work for the government. It is what I it is. I definitely appreciate my new pictures and shit. But what I would like to ask for you, you know, females who have graciously sent them in, I need y'all to leave like some Twitter and IG information so I can discreetly follow you because. <laughs> Real shit, you know. I just want to show support. I can't like say your name, like shout out to so and so and so for sending the pic through. Yeah, I would. But the least I could do is follow you on your social media and you know slide in your DM with a personal thank you. You know. You know. I mean, unless they wanted to be shouted out. Hey, if you're proud of your titties, we will shout you out <laughs> on the show. Real shit. Hey, I'm with it all. But... Y'all sending the DMs. You know what I mean. <laughs> y'all, y'all sending the titty pictures and shit. If you're proud of your titties and you want your titties exploited all over Twitter, you want random niggas to come follow you. Hell yeah. We would much rather chicks. have them creep at you from afar than through your window. We Real will shit. exploit your titties so you can get your followers up. <laughs> Holla at your boys. Hell yeah. We with it. <laughs> BJ. BJ Moore. Been exploiting titties since. <laughs> <laughs> The Stella's is real good too. Oh yeah, man! Drinking on a little Stella Artois or Stella Artus to you niggas who <laughs> refuse to learn how to say shit. Niggas be like, "This that Belgium beer, nigga." Yeah, the, the I, Belgium, the nigga? Belgium. I got that shit from Belgium. <laughs> nah, man. But yeah, this the Stella's is doing me right. I got this Modelo over here too. I got the beer, so so I figured I was like, "Fuck it." Yeah. Gotta go as Mexican as I can, and I don't drink Corona, so. Yeah, I'm a occasional. Well, I guess the only time I do drink a Corona may be on Cinco de Mayo. But. The only time a nigga drink Coronas is when there's chicks around. Have you had that? Like, yeah, that's always been my experience. Yeah. Like, as an adult, anyway. When, when, like, when we was younger, though, it's like 21, 22. Mm-hmm. Oh, I drink some Coronas. Because they made yeah. it seem like I was going to be on that beach. Hell yeah. But fuck them shits now. If I'm and drinking if you a drink beer, I'm trying to enjoy myself. If, right. If you, drink, <laughs> if you drink that Corona Rita shit, go get your blood tested, my nigga. <laughs> That shit is tripe as fuck, bro. It's a nigga right now <laughs> with a can in his back seat on the floor, like that nigga shaking his head. Like, fuck. Go get a blood me. test, my G, cause you might be infected. Nah, right, them Corona readers, bro. They put the hand right on the mouthpiece and just dip it right in your glass, Duh. and you just guzzle that shit, bro. Duh. Duh. Oh, uh, you know what? I thought she was talking about them Budweiser joints. Nah, right? We talked about this. Yeah, that is the most disgusting <laughs> shit ever, yo. Right. You motherfuckers be like, oh, we at the Mexican bar. Ooh, give me a Corona Rita. And your motherfucking bartender has just handled all type of credit cards, change, paper cash, receipts, pins. Motherfucking, he's sweating like a motherfucker, so he didn't wipe his bangs about a good five fucking times. He didn't touch plates, dirty motherfucking dish tubs, goddamn... The, the undercarriage of the motherfucking sink and the, and the counter and all this other shit. And then this nigga grabs the bottle of your beer and turns it upside down in your margarita with all of that filth that he just touched. Right. And you motherfuckers and this in there fucking going wild. waiter, like, dog, they move <laughs> at 75 miles per hour through the yeah. restaurant. They sweating like a bitch. They take the back of their hand and, and swipe yes. that shit clean across their forehead. And then 
wipe their hands on their pants, and then just drop that cold ass Corona. <laughs> In, in your, your margarita mix. mix. I mean, in your and right. Probably they might as well just stir that bitch up with their finger. They finger like, right. Fuck it, like that's <laughs> and sit and sip that bitch for you to get. Nah, this one good. This one good. Yeah, we fucked up on that last one, but this one right here, like yo, Corona Readers is the nastiest. It it's it's a very smart invention. The thought process is amazing. A very slow pace of beer. A Mexican beer while drinking my margarita sounds amazing, but the fact that somebody nasty ass hand been all over the neck of this bottle and the neck of this bottle is inside my margarita is some shit that I just don't, you know what I'm saying? I can't fuck with it at all. Uh uh-uh. uh, it's like watching a bitch rub a pussy on a fucking pole outside in the fucking middle of the park and then be like, "Y'all eat that shit?" No, you're nasty. Right. Let Why would your, you do that? Let your kids swing around that motherfucker. Right. Play shit. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Come on. It's like some of you niggas who go down to eat her pussy, and when she put her legs up, some tissue paper fall out, and you just <laughs> blow it to the side like ain't nothing wrong with it. Hey, I it's had, like I had a homeboy like dog told me that he, um, he was messing with this chick. This was the finest chick at the time. Right. In the, I guess in his vicinity, neighborhood, whatever. Right. And so... He ends up bagging her, and they kick it for about three months. You know, she talking about, like, you know, building a situation with him, all of that. So, finally, it's time for her to distribute the panties. Right. And I never, I never in my personal life seen the chick, like, start off the sexual encounter, like, bent over unless she was, like, a thotty. Right. But she bent over first before she did anything, and hanging out her ass was like a piece of toilet paper. Right, nasty bitch. That has to be the worst shit in the world. <laughs> and then for you to be fine, like you didn't even check yourself first before. Nah, look, I, I look. Did he still smash? No, nah, he's well. Really, he didn't say if he did or he didn't. Because the reason I'm asking is because that shit's happened to me before. She's fine as fuck, and it, but it, it, that whole situation turned me the fuck off. I was mm-hmm. like, why, yo? Because like, you supposed uh, to, you supposed to do your, you know, your self check before you know you about to listen, slide over somebody. Especially crib. right, if you know that you're going, that if you, if there's a seventy five percent chance that you're going to a man's house and you're gonna have sex with him, please double check yourself, yo. And you shit it before you went over there. Right, and you didn't shower, stinking ass bitch. And that's what turned me off about the <laughs> shit. It wasn't the fact. That it was, you know what I'm saying? Had I seen, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like the area that it fell from, you know what I mean? Can you imagine this bad bitch y'all kissing? You pulling head, she grabbing on your fucking belt buckle, y'all trying to get all the way going. Right. And then, look, she or she down in the matching bra, the bra and the panties matching, they match the fingernails, and the bitch is looking great. The sun is shining through your window at a, a, a great angle for some fucking reason that day, and you're ready. You go to pull them fucking panties down from the back, and she move so elegantly out them bitches. And when her legs part, it's like, bitch, is that tissue paper? <laughs> and it's like Duh. rolled up like little yeah, miniature bruh. ass, like like roaches and like, shit. Right. Damn. It look like that dough that somebody them uh, you know that Ugh. dough that be at the French bread store. Any oh, fucking way. Listen, make sure you wash your <laughs> hands correctly. 
before you go see a man. And there's going to be some of you ladies. There's going to be a lady right now that's listening to us. And they're going to be like, shouldn't be fucking with bitches that don't know what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. Look, bitch. You too have once been in a fucked up ass position. I don't know which one of you bitches I'm talking to. But you mm-hmm. too have been in a fucked up position. Don't you go talking about niggas that fucked around with some dumb ass bitches. Like, I hate when people do that. They hit one experience and they be like, see, that nigga. Bitch, listen. You got fucking... Six kids and eight abortions. Okay? Shut your right ass Damn. up. Don't you dare talk about no goddamn body. Your food stamps ain't in your night. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yo, real shit. Um, public service announcement. If you're over the age of 35 and you're starting to, and you're looking for someone to date, but you still get food stamps, now wait, wait. I'm not talking about people that get food stamps, they got like a rack of kids, or you vape, or you make like very low income. I'm talking about for those people that's been on food stamps since they was like 28, and you're like 35, don't date. Go date your social worker and figure out how to get that situation together. Real shit. You know, I, I find it like really crazy that most of the time it is the chicks, and I'm not even being, you know, I'm not typecasting or anything, but. Most of the time, it is the chick with the bridge card that perpetuates that she living good. Oh, yeah. She will, listen, bitch, you can't be living good. Listen, if your grass is three feet tall just because you're eating steak and shrimp, that shit don't impress me. You you are eating good because the state gave you some money. Right. And again, I'm not knocking. Don't, I, listen, public or disclaimer, Penrose is not knocking anybody who has food stamps because shit, no bullshit. That's how I fucking... Me and my son ate at one point in time. Yeah, really shit, shit happens. Right. I am talking to you motherfuckers, though, that have found some way. If you're not old, if you're not old, disabled, or forced to retire, there's no reason for you to be on food stamps for, like, an extended amount of time, like 10, 12, 13, 14 years. No reason whatsoever. That's called laziness. But, I, you know, my issue, for real, for real, is the chick that will... Like go in on you and say I got my own shit I got my own house My own car And I got you know My refrigerator full And <laughs> what the fuck can you do for me And then you don't know the backstory to The house She only paying $30 a month for rent Because it's section 8 It's and section it, 8 and it's one of them new joints That they decided to build over in Brightmo <laughs> So she think cause she got one of the right. prettiest houses in the You know hood what I'm saying Just because something. your shit got a basement You done upgraded Right Like don't do me like that You right. know what I'm saying Because At least if I get evicted Or whatever the case may be I got family I could bounce back on Unfortunately A lot of people Don't have that Like right. Don't let these chicks Make you feel like You ain't shit Because you live with family Like shit Sometimes shit get rough But Where the fuck she gonna go If she living for 30 bucks You might as well Had to gave that shit To your auntie and them And said fuck it Like <laughs> let me just Stay at the crib with Real right. shit You know what I'm saying but when you like talking down on people that's actually struggling to live on their own survival skills and their own survival tactics, right. and you talking like you just got your shit all the way together, <laughs> like bitch, you assisted. You know what I'm saying? Like what the fuck? You need a hug? No, I don't. <laughs> Disrespectful, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> 
fuck oh, is you talking man. to? Let me go through my text messages and right text now, these bitch. bitch right now. <laughs> right. Fuck you mean I can't come over your $30 ass crib? <laughs> <laughs> Say, bitch, my tank. The bill of my tank costs more than your rent, mm-hmm. bitch. Shut up. Shit. I think this bitch said she know male fart too. I'm like, nigga. <laughs> she was like, I know male fart. I'm like, nigga, how? Nigga, male was old when we was little. I'm like, that nigga still in the car business. She like, I don't know. See that bitch? Right, see that nigga knock out a couple thousand off them. Where the male Ford Chevrolet? This male had Chevy or Ford? Hell yeah. And that nigga wasn't bullshitting, dog. At 905, nigga, he loaded, he got your car to fuck off. I'm like, damn. Like, (laughs) your shit running good as fuck. They playing Tina Marie Square Biz on the radio. You right. You the 96.3. Cause your car old enough to have a <laughs> right. station in that bitch. You feeling good in that motherfucker. Your shit cutting clean off on 96. <laughs> <laughs> Back when it was super fucked up. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That nigga said she know Mel Farr, nigga. How? Damn. For all of y'all who don't know, Mel Farr was a, uh, a old, well, he was he's a car dealer. Like, back in the day when car dealers used to, for real, just be on TV with the cheesy-ass commercials. And Mel Farr was old as shit then. Mm-hmm. So, for some woman to be in our age range, how about she know Mel Farr? Like, is that, is that nigga hanging out in, in like, strip clubs or something? He might, shit. Low-key, he might have that bread, though. <laughs> oh, no. I'm pretty sure he got that bread. He might still Mel have that bread. Mel had a couple lots, though. Like, yeah, he, he had, like, five lots. Yeah, that nigga was doing his thing, bro. I'm pretty that sure he shit did that off. shit the right way. Shit, man. Shit, bro. <laughs> man. <laughs> you want to do a, a less than and greater than first and then get into the subject and then... Yeah, we could do that. Let's switch it up. So we did this. We did this uh, before. So we're, we're going to do a segment called "Less Than, Greater Than," and we're going to discuss the less than, greater than, or equal to of whatever two things have been decided to be discussed upon today. Right. And so uh, we might do this a couple times throughout the show, but the first one we're going to do is uh, from Big Cousin BJ. Less than or greater than, and this is for you all too. Less than or greater than, living or breathing. Hmm. Well, for me, I think living is greater than just breathing. And for most of us, we think that because we wake up, open our eyes, go to work, come home, cooked salmon croquettes with rice and corn and shit (laughs) that this is what we consider to be our life but um i think it's a brighter side to to life you know i'm saying like you can't just get up and formulate this systematic plan of doing the same things every day you're supposed to enjoy your life travel go on trips you know shit hey as reckless as it is fuck a couple hoes you know, be a thought once or twice, maybe three times in your life. Like between you, 25 and 28, ladies, it is Acceptable. not recommended 
But it's it's acceptable for you to thought yeah. at those ages. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> nonetheless, you're supposed to live. And then not so much live as in like the breathing and you know the going about activities throughout your day but like living with a purpose too like you gotta have something to live for so i definitely think living is way more important than just breathing because a lot of us are just breathing every day you know what i'm saying so that's my answer i i, I can dig that um I can I can understand why you would pick living, but just not to be the antagonist, but to differ, I'm gonna go with breathing. It's greater than living, and the reason I say that is because as long as there's a breath in your body, you're living anyway. Mm. So at the end of the day, even if you if you fall off, if you fuck up, if if you on top, even if you on top and you like Millie rocking on every block. You know what I'm saying? You can literally, as long as there's breath in your lungs, you can always make another move. Sometimes mm-hmm. we're not going to live the way that we want to live. Sometimes we made bad decisions. Sometimes we have been put in positions that we didn't want to be put in. Sometimes somebody fucked us over. Whatever the case may be, whether you fall off or whether you for real on. At any one of those moments, the highest of your highs or the lowest of your lows, as long as you got breath in your lungs, at the very next second, you can fucking win. Yeah. At, at any given moment. So as long as, you know what I mean? I get living, and I and, and definitely from your explanation, I feel that. Because mm-hmm. living is much better than just breathing in the existing standpoint. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Right, right. It's one thing to exist. It's one thing to, like, real shit. And this ain't, this ain't a shot at nobody. But I want you to, to to just in a sense of living and breathing. If you have a White Castle uh, burger joint in your neighborhood, I want you to imagine what White Castle workers go through. Nine times out of ten, outside of different rhetoric and talk, it's probably 95% the same of what all fast food workers go through. If you come from an industrial or, uh, yeah, an industrial city, a steel city, a car city, a, a city of manufacturing, you know that there are subsidized plants in those same cities that make shit for the bigger plants. But those plant workers only make $7.75, an hour. Mm-hmm. Just in keeping in aspect of what we're talking about, between living and breathing. And even though I chose breathing because I feel like you can always excel at any moment. To piggyback BJ's point and to choose living over breathing. I want you to understand that there's a man that's about 32 to 33 years old right now. That is busting his ass. Sweat. Hard motherfucking labor in a subsidized plant that is paying him $8.35. And in fucking America right now. Your daughter couldn't go to the White Castle right now and get a job. You want to know why? Because White Castle decided to corner market, corner the market on 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 people a long time ago in the motherfucking uh, fast food field, and we decided to pay our workers ten dollars. Think about that shit. Yeah, White Castle is still the only fast food that I remember. 
that was paying above wage. Exactly. And it was almost so, like you had to have a college degree to get a job. So at 16 years old, there's somebody that's living way better than a 32-year-old man that's busting his ass every motherfucking day. Damn. Pay attention to what the fuck you do in life. I'm going to go ahead and call this one an equal. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, nigga, you took that shit like to the other realm yeah, and man. had me want to change my motherfucking nah, answer. I just wanted to, <laughs> to feel it, man. Like, but that's real shit though, because it—I it, mean—that makes total sense. It is somebody that works at White Castle and probably still grosses more money with a 32-hour check than this person that's working for 835 with a 60-hour yeah. check. Yeah. Damn near. Yeah, and this person is 16, 17 years old. Having that job in the summertime because they were, you know, once they graduate high school and go to college type shit. Right. Like, pay attention to what the fuck you're doing in your life. And I ain't throwing shots, man. This is just. <clears throat> Penrose's been there. Penrose didn't slept in hotels before because I couldn't afford to pay somebody's rent. Uh, Penrose's been damn near homeless before. Like, this is not me throwing shots. This is me just making. Uh, painful observations that some of y'all don't want to make for yourselves because I had to make those observations one day and stop, like, just breathing in the sense of existing, but I had to also just stop living in the sense of what the world was telling me to do. Right, right. You know what I mean? A lot of y'all are just living in a, in a, you're, you're walking a manufactured life. Wake up, go to work, get the kids off to school, go to work, you know what I'm saying? Work your eight hours. It's the same eight hours every day. It's nothing new. Nothing, nothing exciting is happening. You're building the same shit. You're filing the same papers. You're talking to the same people. It's all the same. You got the same lunch partner. You got the same time you come back from lunch. Some of you all motherfucking get up from your desk, go take a piss, go have lunch, then have a cigarette, and then go wash your hands because you don't like the cigarette smell. And y'all do that shit consecutively. You know every day by from 10.05 to 10.35, at 10.16, goddammit, you're now having your cigarette. At 10.23, you're washing your hands so you can be back by 10.05, 10.25 or some shit like that. My point being is like, you're living in a in a systematic way. Yeah. And you're wasting every fucking breath that you have. But if you're just breathing to exist, you'll never live in the first fucking place. Yeah. But then you me. know, I think about too, like how many people whose um whose breathing is getting cut short. Because yeah. you know, like we all, you know, get to a certain level of plateau in our own personal lives and we get to a point where we say that there are some pivotal things that we have to have in order to feel like successful and none of it is eternal you know like none of it is like usually when you say you've reached your your pinnacle or your peak you say that i gotta have this big house on the hill but they don't tell you that you know there are some expenses to living on that hill that you probably not gonna either one be able to deal with or two be able to maintain or three, even want to fuck with. Right. Real shit. They're going to hit you with some shit that you don't want to think about. Yeah. I had know. a motherfucker say to me, think about this now. A motherfucker said to me, yo, now we from here. We from the D, where this shit don't matter. When a motherfucker said this to me the other day, I was like, wait, hold up. Motherfucker said, so uh, when you get ready to move, you should probably look in the area of the uh, how much power is consumed in that area. And I was like, huh? 
they're like, yeah, you know, like only certain cable. I know like certain cable companies can only come to certain places and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, yo, you should pay attention to, you know, like who the fuck thinks about that? Mm-hmm. That's not shit you think about. Real shit. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. On air, live right now, you just witnessed Penrose lose his fucking train of thought. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what just happened right there. I was going somewhere with that, and then I uh, saw a big titty bitch in the bleachers and I dropped the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, I think um, kind of like getting into the subject, like, we have to we have to kind of like redevelop um more firm and more standardized ideas of what highs and lows are like um i mean it's cool if you are an individual that bases your highs off of material things right but what i what i believe we're getting to at this particular point is the people that you acquire are beginning to assess you for those things and not your character or they're even attracted to you for those things and not your character so the minute that you lose those acquisitions you're lonely or the minute that you you make a careless mistake because sometimes careless mistakes are honest mistakes they're not just because you were reckless it was just because you wasn't in the know you know what i'm saying you didn't know how to maintain or be able to handle certain responsibilities but the minute that you make the mistake you might have an accountant friend that sees you make a mistake with money and that accountant friend will abandon you what sense do that make real shit you feel me like this is the perfect time for you to be a friend right but because certain accountants are in a certain tax bracket they only associate with people who make money that the way that they make it yeah and instead of even giving you the game they more concerned with, you know, what's going on with their own shit. Like I can't even right. be associated. I can't with even you right be associated now. with you. Ain't you ain't making no bread. You ain't making no bread. Yeah, or you losing bread. Right. I can't fuck with you. Yeah. And it, it's a tarnish on their reputation. Even though you don't dwell in the same habitats, you don't frequent the same places, associate with the same people. It's just your position fucks up your relationship so right. really what is it worth to have the world and don't have anybody that's gonna be there for you when the chips are down like what is it worth so i think we need to reevaluate what we believe to be our highest accomplishments or you know our highest regards in our own personal lives and goals because right. it really ain't what it's cracking up to be right it's not which gets us into uh, finally, the title of today's <laughs> <laughs> discussion: um, the ins and outs to the ups and downs, the things that we are not taught. Um, what I when I was thinking of this title, what I'm what I'm talking about is uh, the ins and outs to the ups and downs, which means would mean the ins and outs to life. There's a lot of things that we are not taught as a people, not just like a black white thing but like as a people period right there's a lot of things that we that people don't really on an everyday level you you get up and you interact with other human beings you know what i'm saying you you interact with somebody else's feelings somebody else's thought process somebody else's characteristics their traits whatever different people on a daily basis 
Mm-hmm. You encounter all of that in the drop of a fucking eye. You know, or a blink of an eye, I'm sorry. So, uh, what we're talking about is things that are not actually set down and discussed with people a child to teenage age. Right. So, um, what, you know what I mean? Like, the, the question I came up is, came up with is, why is there a generation of us who haven't been taught basic life skills, such as check, checkbook balancing, the actual guide of courtship, bill payments, uh, how to invest, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And how has missing out on these things hindered us? And is there anyone to blame? Mm. If you don't know how to balance a checkbook, is it your fault or is it your parents' fault? If you're shitty with money right now, is it your fault or is it your parents' fault? At 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 a at a at an age of having to take responsibility, clearly everyone will say, "Nah, you're fucking up." Right. But if you were never taught how to handle money, like why are these things being left out? Why are we guiding our children and telling them, "Go to school, get an amazing education. That way, you can go to college, and then you get an amazing job, or go to the military." Mm-hmm. That's usually the two options. Right. Right. Maybe they're a ball player, cool, whatever. But if your child strikes out into being normal, when I say strike out, I mean them striking to be someone. I'm not saying they struck out. But when they strike out to do whatever they're going to do as a career, why don't we discuss certain things? Why do we just let them leave the house, 18, 19 years old, they out the house, they're not prepared for life? Yeah, you know, I think about that too. In some instances, like, Going back to like just having certain things, like um, one of the things that you have to understand that you also have is a choice. Right. Right. And there are certain choices that you make that don't always come with a instruction manual. You choose a certain person to be your companion, but you don't know that he ain't or he or she ain't shit. Or you choose a certain bank, but they got overdraft fees and interest rates and all yeah. of these different things. You have a choice in just taking your time and making sure that you're making the right decisions. You have an evaluation period with everything. You you can evaluate your bank and see what is it that they done for me in the first three months of me having an account. And then when you step back and look at your money, have you have you saved? If you that person that doesn't necessarily know how to balance a checkbook, did you ask your bank to show you? how to do so this is a money institution this is a a financially based company so have them teach you how to you know go through the steps a through z of how to balance a checkbook does your bank give you a loan when you need the loan like you have to ask yourself these questions and evaluate who you're spending your time and your money with now when you go through these little processes where you're just making heinous decisions Sometimes you remove the opportunity of growth from yourself because you're just so inclined to have what everybody else have. That's why you have some people that have a bank account, but then there's other people that still have the cereal box that they stash their bread in. You know what I'm saying? It's like a certain growth level that you have to get to in order for you to feel comfortable. So I would suggest that you take your time and think about where you want to be 
because when you think about where you want to be, you'll develop the questions that you need to ask. Right. And then when you go to your bank or you go on this date or you meet these, you know, respective people at the company that you work for, you know what you want to know going in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Real but shit. the thing is that you have to learn those things up front before you make the decisions. And a lot of times you don't have that luxury to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to kind of like bump your head first and then get the the game that you need. I mean, that's really life for real. Because when you go to school, you learn the lesson, then you take the test. But right. in life, you take the test and then, then learn, learn the lesson. lesson. And this is what I'm saying. As like, not even just from a, a parent standpoint, but just from a, a older generation to younger generation, should we not take our time out to make sure that the generation coming behind us because uh, there's a generation of us who are not taught these things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a generation of us that who are scared to invest because the only thing we can think of is money right now. Right. We can't see the long term. Right. There's a generation of us who have had horrible credit since the age of 18 mm -hmm. because we weren't taught the value of it. Right. There's a generation of us that don't, that don't have a savings account. Right. Never did extracurricular activities. We were just... To, to kind of piggyback the first less than and greater than, we were just existing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody gave us the game on how to actually live, how to take every breath. So is it the the fault of the, the previous generation as well? In a sense of, because you have to, you, you, you send your kid to, to school to learn from a person that you've never physically had to sit down with face to face and no, you just trust mm -hmm. because just they're a teacher. Them. Right. So why wouldn't you sit down and teach your kids the same? Because we're expecting the person who we just referenced, who has the bridge card, to teach us financial literacy. Right. That's impossible to, you know, well, in my opinion. No, it's definitely impossible. It's impossible for that person to have that, you know, that education that's necessary to instill those values in that kid. But again, with having a choice, I think that you knowing that you financially fucked up as a parent and your kid is going to school Monday through Friday and one of the periods that they're in is math, you need to ask the teacher for a syllabus. What are these kids learning? Is there a possibility that my son or my daughter can learn something that is more so applicable to his actual life. I don't believe that my kid is going to grow up and possibly use, you know, circumferences and radiuses in his everyday life. But in my the world, that depends on his depend job. on his job. But if you going but it's to still Cody, good. it's still good to know circumferences and radiuses. I mean, yeah, <laughs> maybe you're right. But if you going to Cody and you in the high school talent show as a rapper, nine times out of ten, <laughs> you're going to be a rapper, my nigga. So <laughs> it makes more sense for me to learn taxes and, you know, checks and balances more so than it is for me to learn trigonometry. Because if he lives up to his potential, he might be a celebrity rapper who's right. going to accumulate a lot of money. But what if is he, he doesn't, gonna do with it? But if he doesn't live up to his potential and he becomes, uh, a, he needs a, a trade, 
And the test is asking the difference of circumference and radius of these square. I mean, circles. Yeah, he might be a plumber or you know, a pipe, if he don't like know that pipe shit, fitter or something. That's what I'm yeah. saying. If, even if you achieving, if you're uh, striving to be a ball player, rapper, whatever, you want to be somebody famous, that's cool. But you got to have some type of smarts behind you, too. All of that shit ain't guaranteed. Yeah, real shit. That you is a valid point. The only reason why I say that is because... The harder the math was, like calculus and all of those, like algebra, trigonometry, if you sat that shit in my face today, I wouldn't be able to tell you the first thing to do nah, for when sure. it comes to that. Because that's not something that you use on a daily basis. But if you told me that my check, my check got deposited in my bank account and my check was $1,200 for two weeks and then out of nowhere... I'll go check my balance and it's $700 and you tell me, oh, that this person garnished 35 or however many percent out of your check. I should at least be like, well, 35% is only this much. Where is the other? Like, it's certain shit that you should just know just because. Yeah, there's some people that don't know percentages. Yeah, Yeah. it's some just because math. That should be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, I feel you. Real like real shit. shit. Like I understand. I understand for those people who desire to be engineers and all of those different things. That is more so applicable to them. Yeah. But when you're talking about being a rapper, when you're talking about being an entertainer, you're talking about being a musician. Still, basic like math this. skills should just be just because f- math. Yeah, <laughs> just because math. That should I be a fucking you know class. All right. You know what I'm saying? I just niggas feel, getting got out here. Yeah, for nothing. Or getting, like, getting, getting, well, getting got and getting fucked up is the same thing. But niggas who not paying their taxes correctly. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just and who knows, really, how to manage their taxes for real. Right. Because real when shit. you when you get your W-2s, you turn that shit over to a person who may fuck up. Right. Because they wasn't computer literate. You better turbo tax that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it just it just take a small error. And they not going to say, oh, well, we going to take this garnishment off of you because you took your shit to H&R Block. Yeah. They going to say, you made a choice. Right, real shit. You know what I'm saying? So, that's my thing. Like, you got to evaluate your choices first before you make a decision. And sometimes... Having certain things before you actually think about those things makes for more of a mistake than it actually could have been. Like if you just had to like wait it until, like just how we do with shoes. Jordan drop a shoe on the 12th, you going to get that shoe that day, that day. And then, okay, today is Thursday, Friday, here is a bill that just automatically just shows up the next day. You know what I'm saying? But you had to have those shoes right then and there. Like that shit to me is a bad trait too because our anxieties for certain things, it's a high and low to your anxiety. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be responsible to say, you know what? I really want these shoes, but I would much rather pay my bills up first so I can ball for real. So I can really splurge on the things that I want and not have no regrets when certain things pop up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like It's like nigga when uh, <clears throat> Young Buck said, now don't be in the club throwing all your rent money. That's a yeah, true that's fucking statement. that's a true fucking story. There's some niggas that go to the club and spend their rent money, spend their light money, spend mm-hmm. their grocery money. Because 
I'm just going ahead and spend ten twenty dollars. Nobody goes to the club and spends ten twenty dollars. No, definitely don't. So stop it. You know what I mean? And like if you anything like me, I enjoy the top shelf. I don't enjoy the watered down, you know, the distilled and spring water liquor. Right. I don't like that. So <laughs> you can easily spend fifteen, twenty dollars on one drink. Right. And, yeah, real you know, shit. and look at your tab and you up to ninety five to damn near a hundred plus dollars. Hey. And you know another reason why a lot of us, you know, don't get out of that financial rut is the easiest way to live check to check is to have that belief that, oh, I get paid next week, I'm good. I'm gonna be good, All right. That's the easiest way for you to end up living check to check. Hell yeah. Because you don't have any provisions with what you have in your hand already. Right. So you go blow your whole hand and then say, oh, well, I should be all right. I get paid Wednesday. Right. It's Monday. I should be good two days. <laughs> right. You don't, you're not saving yourself or protecting yourself from what could pop off on Monday, Tuesday, or, or Wednesday. Wednesday. Flat tire, your fucking flat tire pop, or I mean, your tire go flat. Yeah. And you don't up pop, then what you gonna do? All that shit can you know happen in a day or two. It don't even take a Kids day. Kids get sick, you gotta call over all types all of shit. All type of shit. You know, just for that quick splurge, you know? Mm-hmm. I can honestly say that a lot of the shit that I ended up learning, I really didn't have to learn the hard way. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, you could have, you could have just reassessed what you were taking in. And I used to. And maybe this is a question that I would pose for the listeners. Like, should you question what a single mother or single father tell you? Because sometimes, Mm. sometimes, depending on why they're single, they could give you a singular perspective. True shit. They might give you the, the answer to why they're bitter. So... You hear your mother tell you, get you a man that has. Right. That might not be because she's saving you from anything. That might be because your daddy didn't have it. You know what I'm True saying? Shit. Like, yeah. you got to kind of think about that, too. Because I remember, like, growing up, when I would ask my father questions about anything, my father would give you the roundabout answer. He's not going to, he's never going to tell you what he was guilty of. Right. Never. Right. Never. He's always going to tell you the reason why he did it. <laughs> but the reason behind why he did it, it gets omitted from the conversation. Okay. And then what you end up realizing is that everything that he was saying when he was faulting other people ain't just happening because you just caught the bad luck, my nigga. Right. Like, no, nigga, you were doing something that triggered these things in these people. And maybe this was a cycle of not changing right. that occurred. So sometimes you have to ask yourself, like, should you question what your mom tells you? Is there a reference to what your mom tells you that you can trust? Right. You know, because again, you know, depending on what kind of answers you get from your parents, it might be a bitter answer you get, or true, it might be a rebellious answer that you're getting, you know? So just a thought, like what y'all think about that? Talk to us. Let us know how you feel. Hit us at talktopenrose at gmail.com or thergobj313 at gmail.com. Yes, sir. Give us your thoughts, your concerns, your feelings about what was just discussed. Another high and low that I think we should touch on is why don't we 
as men teach our boys the values of love and marriage? Um, I think it's because I had a conversation with my father. Uh, it was me and my father went and uh, did my grandfather's memorial last week, a couple weeks ago. And my great-grandfather has children all over the place. My grandfather supposedly had illegitimate children. My father has four known kids by four different women. And I have definitely jumped around the United States. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just in my family line of men who have been whores. And I said, yo, I don't want my son to be. I don't want my son to go through any of the shit I went through, fucking with women, jumping from this woman to that woman, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And watching my father do the same shit, my grandfather do the same shit, and hearing stories about my great-grandfather. Like, I don't want my son to do that shit. So, like, I try now, because nobody ever came to me. Like, my father, literally, I remember, before my father got saved and all of that shit and started preaching and everything, I never forget, I was about 12 or 13 years old. And he was like, you got a girlfriend? I was like, yeah. He was like, you fucking her? And I was like, nah. He was like, what you got a girlfriend for? Now, this is a 12, 13-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're, you you, you, are now, you're, my father's making it seem that if I ain't fucking at 12 and 13 years old, there's something wrong with me. So instantly, I was on a mission to fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to somebody sitting me down and talking to me like, yo, this is what this is what this is about. This is how you this is how you deal with sex. This is how you deal with women. This is how you look for the right one. You know what I'm saying? This is how you keep yourself from what yo real shit. We try to applaud our boys for sleeping with so many women. Nobody really says yo this is how you don't sleep with so many women. Right. You know what I mean? I don't think we we actually put enough positive aspect or positive encouragement, recognition, light, whatever words you want to use. On men who don't have so many partners, mm-hmm. it's almost been taught that yo, the more women you fuck, the more of a man you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I and like, I feel like we need to teach these boys more about love. But I honestly think that that's where it comes from. It's a generation of you were never taught. You were taught to go out here and just fuck bitches. By the time a lot of us is told to just go out here and fuck. By the time we just go out here and fuck, we got kids here, there, da 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 da. da. Right. Once right. you got kids spread over in a different place, if you are trying, or even if you are not trying to be a good man, somehow that situation has you spread. You may or may not, and generally in most cases, you don't have enough time to actually be a father. Because mm-hmm. you've got this kid here, that kid there, this kid over here. When are you going to be in the same place to spend time with all of them at the same time? Right, right. When are you going to be able to actually sit down and teach and talk and do what needs to be done? Mm-hmm. And when that guidance is not there, because a lot of times, especially growing up in the 80s, yo, I peeped it. It was like if a chick wasn't with her his father, she would just stay single forever. It was weird. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? That was and my so, mother. That was my mother. That was my mother. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So when you don't, when you don't have a, a guidance factor uh, for... A, uh, a young boy You know what I'm saying You can't really in, in the sense of another male Nobody's teaching him You know what I mean Cause women can tell you all day Like oh yeah Treat her right Do this do that Cause they just They're just gonna tell you What the fuck they want Right right But nobody can Can express to you Why you feel like Oh I just wanna put this bitch out But you don't 
Right. Or why you want to spaz on her, but you don't. There's nobody there to give you that guidance because a man already knows shit, nigga. You're going to go through this. You're going to go through that. You see what I'm saying? So I feel like, you know, that's that. Like I said, that's why we don't teach our boys is because it's been a generational curse of where men have not been taught. Like there's men, every, look, every nigga, whether he didn't fuck 50 million hoes or then been in love with one chick all his life, every nigga's falling in love. Mm-hmm. But we put so much light on fucking and getting pussy and having a good time that sometimes we forget to tell them about love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think like the um the learning lessons for me growing up when I was young and I kinda attribute this to my father too, because my father was a military man and definitely has the you know the war stories to you know to give you on the different type of women that he encountered and i remember having a conversation with him as an adult man and i asked him i said like have you ever been in love and he was just like to be honest you know i've only been in love one time and the reason why i have as many kids as i have is because it's the equivalent to a drug addiction you get that first high and you chase that high yeah. forever yeah. and um he never really told me he never told me what woman you know what i'm saying he that he fell in love, love he fell in love with but he was just like ever since that one because it wasn't an instantaneous knowledge of it it was almost like he had to go through a couple more after that one yeah. to realize that this is what i lost and ever since he had been chasing that same high and then um i remember a conversation that i had with my aunt and my aunt was always telling me she said the one that you love before you touch is the one yeah right so um when she said it i never got it never got it right because i was touching everything and was loving them all right right now you know what i'm saying so i never understood what she was saying but um it was a young lady It was a young lady that I was really digging, and she would never let me go past first base. Never. I couldn't kiss her, no tongue in her mouth. That's how I know you like her. You said first base. First base. (laughs) You know, I couldn't. I mean, it took her a minute. It took her a minute. Like, she was uncomfortable when I would, like, try to grab her hand when we walked home. Right. It, It just wasn't no instantaneous connection. Right. And finally... I remember like getting bored with chasing her and she wasn't giving me no act right. And I'm just like, fuck you. I'm not walking you home no more. Damn right. I had my little bitch fit, you know. All right. Tried to walk another bitch home, but she wasn't feeling me at the time either. <laughs> so it was just like, you know, a downward spiral. And finally she said, the girl comes to me. She writes me a letter. She hands me the letter and she tells me like, you know, I really like you. I even think I love you, but I'm just not raised a certain type of way. And it wasn't even like her giving her explanation. I was more so impressed that she was just like, look, I love you. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, you never think that these people had these feelings because you're so busy chasing the surface. Real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're so busy chasing the formalities. Like, if you're not getting this from her, then you ain't that man. Or if you're not knocking a couple of them down you just ain't that nigga like we so busy chasing the formalities that we miss the we miss the fantasy and the final destination of where we actually want to be those kind of exist within each other 
That's real. You know shit. what I'm saying? So I ended up finally breaking that wall down because when she saw that I was discouraged, that kind of showed her like he really cares about me and I'm not me not acting right is like a letdown for him. He really wants to engage me that way. Right. Finally gave it to me. I fell straight in love. Straight yeah. in love. And it was almost like it wiped my slate clean of all of the other females I thought I was in love with. I feel it's you. like, no, nah, that wasn't what this was. Right. Like, it's a certain connection that we miss. And what we end up sacrificing in regards to just sleeping with all of these random women is there is a possibility that because you're not trying to make a certain chick the one, your daughter could be potentially the next baby mama. And I'm going to tell you how. Now, if you end up being with a chick that has any children and she's not in the position to, one, have a partner to help her with the finances and the upkeep of the child, and she grows to be somewhat either bitter or she has some kind of issue with you, the father, she's probably going to look to another man for whatever it was that she felt like you didn't give her. Right. So then she turns and has another kid with another guy. Right. If she's still in a financial rut, your daughter, being the oldest, right. ends up becoming the babysitter. Yeah. Now, if she's a babysitter at a young age, That's how she, you're yeah. taking years off of her childhood. Right. You're taking years off of her growth period. So she's learning how to be a parent before she's actually learning how to be a kid. Right. Because you didn't lay you didn't lay that foundation in the crib right to make sure that you holding your family down you created this family with this girl right and i ain't always know that this is what the cycle was i had to enlighten myself i had to make a choice to learn that these are the things that happen that we don't even foresee because we're so busy trying to chase these random fantasies right and and all shit you know you you look back at the girl that you broke her heart then when it happened, you didn't give a fuck. Right, you knew shit. like, okay, this is what I was on. I was chasing the next best thing. Yeah. You look back as a grown man like, damn, that was really fucked up what I did. What I did though, girl. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Real shit, hell yeah. So I don't want to have too many of those moments where I'm looking back like, damn, that was fucked up. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you just don't look at shit like that, like you know, because my aunt, you know. The one that told me, like, the one that you never touched is the one that you're going to fall in love with. Right. You know, she she spent her entire life, you know, being receptive to people and, you know, never letting her, you know, her downpedaling or, you know, her downfalls d- define who she became. She's always this easygoing person. But she could never find what she was looking for. Right. Never. Like... Always had a guy trying to approach, but like most dudes, just trying to get to the quick fix thing or the, you know, the quick happy point. Right. They ain't looking for no forever. And literally, in I can't even say how many years, she finally got that one guy. And even then, it still didn't work. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, who knows the reason to that. Right. But, like, sometimes... Sometimes those sacrifices take a long time to actually understand. Sometimes they take a long time to even show up for you to enjoy. True. But you have to make a choice within yourself to say, I'm not going to sell myself short for nothing. Right. 
So, I mean, I really don't know what you could do in all those years of waiting for, you know, your day to come that doesn't, you know, that doesn't like degrade your value. You know what I'm saying? Or make you appear or feel lesser than. Right. But, I mean, nonetheless, I wouldn't settle for a motherfucker just coming through, eating my food and fucking me and dipping just yeah. because I'm not getting the the pinnacle or the peak of my own happiness. I'm I just can't see that happening. I feel what you're saying. But yeah. I mean we don't we like we we'll never understand. Again, I do feel like it has a lot to do with family structure and mm-hmm. what we were discussing as far as having uh men in the household and things of that nature. But um sometimes I think that that woman allows herself to get fucked after cooking like you said niggas is coming through for food and fucking mm-hmm. because that's what she saw her mother do real shit real you know shit what I'm and to her it's not a thing of she's just trying to give her pussy up to random niggas it's shit that's how she saw her mama get down right her mother right. was looking for somebody to be a husband you know what I'm saying again it's, a, it's, it's one of those things where when it's not taught when somebody's not giving you the the uh, correct direction, you'll do anything. People people react with the sense of a rabbit human being when they have no guidance. You see what I'm saying? Right. If you really became a rabbit right now, you'd just do some of the craziest shit. Hence, people doing crazy shit when they don't have any direction, when nobody's telling them how to do shit, when nobody's telling them this is wrong and this is right. You shouldn't do this. You should do that. This is good advice. This is bad advice. Pay attention to your friends. And when nobody's giving you the the golden rules early, you tend to go through some of the worst and dumbest shit in your life. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. a girl out there right now with three kids because nobody told her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a dude out here with three, four baby mamas because nobody told him. It's a dude out here with 500 credit at fucking 22 because nobody told him. Right, right. You know what I mean? But the thing is, like, how do how do we get the necessary information when we're already knee deep in the circumstance? That's when that's when you have to decide to break the curse. At some point in time, it's, it's like how we talk about getting our own shit off the ground. Mm-hmm. It can't be a oh when I get the money. It's got to be a sacrifice at some point. So even in the sense of raising your child or giving back to somebody in a in a generation behind you. You have to sacrifice and know I I might have fucked up, but I gotta give this young nigga the game, right? You know right. what I'm saying? It's a sacrifice at that point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and if you're anything like Penrose and you believe in spiritual blessings, maybe you putting a young nigga on the right track about some bread might open your doors as well. But you know, try you that know, out. I won't even be there. Let me know how it work out for you. I always felt like that's what we as men were supposed to do. Like you know. I've um I've said on like a few shows, you know how, well maybe not in detail, but like at a certain point in my life when my father was at like a he was at a spiritual like breakthrough point mm-hmm. where he didn't really know which way to turn for his own feelings, and I remember telling the story. I think it was on the uh, Takenya show. You know, shout out to Baby Girl. 
we talked about like me having to stand up with him, well stand up to him because my brother was like one foot oh, yeah. away from selling dope. Right. Because yeah. he like, look, I'm down here, I gotta get fresh. I'm in high school, whatever. And I remember, um, I remember having a conversation with him about that. And he told me, you know, certain things that he had never been exposed to. And it was weird to hear him say all of the things that he wasn't exposed to because he grew up with two parents his whole life. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the only reason why his parents ain't married is because my grandmother passed. Okay. So I never understood, like, how did you not get these certain lessons? Like, I've never seen romance on that side of the the family ever okay i never seen like oh well me and mama going to you know going to dinner y'all be cool until we get back right no getting away for a weekend when your kids a certain age i never seen none of that so it was a certain disconnect for him to to not only show compassion to his companion but also to his children because his father didn't have that exchange with the kids either right he went to work he put the food on the table, and that was it. Right. So here I am trying to show my brother a certain level of love, which sometimes comes off to be a little tough. Right. But you feel like I'm doing your job, and you resenting me for trying to play your position when I'm supplementing for you having to fulfill other responsibilities. Yeah, you got to take care of the fam. It's you, a choice yeah. that you made to see it the wrong way. Right. You know what I'm saying? I feel and you. then I remember in that situation my opinion of him changing because I'm like how do you not see that I'm trying to save your son from either being dead or in jail right how do you not see that you know what I'm saying instead of looking at it like I'm trying to take your spot right you know what I'm saying and sometimes I think that you know when you live in a situation where you have that you have that this is all I know mentality you should be very afraid of that yeah Really you know shit. what I'm saying? Like, you should be very scared when you get to that point where you say, you know, selling whatever or doing this and doing that and robbing and stealing and whatever. This is all I know. Right. Like, because you you don't have, you really don't have any potential to do better than what you know. Right. And then when you, when you risk the possibilities, I mean, let's just hope that, you know, it's something lighthearted. And the terrible shit that you do that'll just get you jail time. But what are you <laughs> gonna do when you get out of jail? Because that's all you know. So you're right. gonna come right back out just doing you, the same just shit. Just doing the same shit. Like you should be very afraid when you get to a point where some shit is all you know. And if it's some fucked up shit at that, you're done. You're done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like that's the shit that I was so scared of, you know, because my brother was easily influenced by the wrong shit all the time. Right. So I'm like, no, my nigga, you know what I'm saying? And imagine what it was like for me being just just over 25, 26. Right. And you go in your closet and give your brother all of the freshest shit in your closet right. just to keep him out the street. Right. I and then you. I'm going back to, you know, matching dicky fits. And nah, shit. I feel you. Like, that was a sacrifice, you know what I'm saying? And the... The high of that situation because I felt like that was a low not having no fresh ass clothes. I right. believe me, I felt it. Right. But the high was when I finally got to a point where my brother was old enough to respect me. Now he called me and say, "Big bro, 
I got two jobs, big bro. I just cashed out an Impala off my savings account. Right. Big bro, I did this, big bro. Yeah, I got a kid on the way, but I got some money stacked up. I've just bought the crib, the bassinet, this. Right. Now he feels like a man. So then I could look back and say, well, for all of the shortcomings and fallings that I had, at least I saved my young dog. Yeah, real shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's all in how you look at shit, you yeah. know? And I know for a fact that if I didn't get it when it was time to get the game, I know he ain't got it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I feel so you. it's all in how you look at shit, man. You know? And I just don't want to be that person that's always like, man, you know, ain't nobody ever done shit for me. Right. <laughs> I don't want to be that nigga. Nah, man. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? I definitely feel you. Cause there's so many of them niggas out here still mad at the world while the world's still turning. Like, nigga, fuck yeah. you mad for? Real shit. Like the shit gonna even if you make if you if you make it big, the world still ain't gonna stop. Hell so why no. would it fucking stop if you made if you fell? Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Which actually brings us, it's funny, it brings <laughs> us to our next less than the greater than. Alright, let's get it. Less than the greater than. The lessons of a come up or the lessons of a downfall. The lessons of a downfall is greater. Why? Because the lessons of... There's only one variable in the come up. It's up. You up. You, that's all you know. You, you know. But when you, when you learn from a downfall, what it does is it puts you in two or three different positions. Now... You're a little bit more strategic in how you move. Now you're a little bit more calculated in the steps that you take. Now you probably inherited some management skills because now you're going to pay close attention to what you have on the table when it's being negotiated over. One, Word. the negotiator is you and you, pretty Word. much. Word. You know, it's your feelings versus your responsibility. You feel me? So those are the two people that you're negotiating with. So you kind of grow into a totally different animal when it comes to that loss. Now, the thing about losing too is the loss a lot of times allows you to backtrack and go all the way back to the point in which you started. Right. Which a lot of people don't pay attention to. You ever notice how like everybody only remembers Jordan for being like the six ring nigga or yeah. he got the fresh ass shoes right. but nobody remembers the fact that he didn't get picked for a certain team when he was younger or you know but he got, yeah, he got, cut, he from got a squad. cut from a squad or some shit yeah. you know what I'm saying like nobody really remembers that that L right. you know what I'm saying and when they look back on your come up and they, they see where you came from you want them to kind of respect your come up you want them to kind of feel like, damn, dog did it. Because if they know they came easy, they still ain't going to respect you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Real they shit. still going to look at you like, oh, he a sucker or whatever they thought about you before you came up. Right. But if they seen you grinding from that L to the lesson and then to the luxury of whatever you acquired, a nigga has to tip his hat off and say, you know what? I can't even be mad at dog for flexing on Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think the lesson that you get from the, the loss is much greater than the come up. Because all you know is up. Yeah, real shit. I, I can agree with that. On this one, I definitely agree. The, the lessons mm -hmm. of a downfall are definitely greater than the lessons of a come up. Um, I think 
just kind of damn near saying what you were saying. Like when you fall off, you learn what to look at, what not to look at, what's important to look at, and what's not important to look at. I feel like in the lessons of a come up, if as long as you have the right people in your corner, you're just gonna continue to learn. Because mm-hmm. without those right people in your corner, that come up then becomes a downfall. Anyway. anyway, right. You know what I mean? Right. So the lessons of a downfall definitely teach you what to look at, what not to look at, uh, how to move, when not to move, things of that nature. Depending on what caused your downfall, it even sometimes uh, suggests who you should and should not have in your life. Right. What type of people, you know what I mean, what character of people, things mm-hmm. of that nature. Um so yeah, I'll say the lessons of a downfall are definitely greater, definitely greater than the lessons of a come up. Real shit. Mm. Anybody yeah. can come up. Not many niggas get up from that downfall. Yeah, real shit. You know, a L will definitely change your taste in women too. Like when you dating a certain level. Shout of out shit, to Meek Mill. <laughs> <laughs> I know he definitely sitting back like, damn, I fucked up. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, definite shouts out to him. I want, I mean, but you know what? It's still a chance for him to bounce back too. I think, I think really, when you pride yourself on what, on who you with more than what you have, that shit kind of weak to me. Like, oh, yeah. you know, you you know, a nigga. I mean, shout out to Drake. I mean, whatever whatever you can take from him as far as a diss, I mean, because there's really nothing Drake can say to anybody because, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's besides the point. But, yeah. you know, Drake is not the most masculine nigga, you know, to be challenged by. I'll say that. He's not the toughest nigga to be challenged by. But at the same time, this man is attacking your character and your manhood and all you can say is, but my bitch bad, though. It's kind of yeah. like you admitting that everything this nigga saying about you is true. Right. So the only thing you could do, that's just like if Jay-Z, you know, if Beyonce is clearly, you know, his chick at the time, and this nigga Nas come at you with ether, and then the first thing out Jay mouth is, but I got B, though. Right. You know what Real I'm saying? Shit. You wouldn't respect this nah, nigga. Like, you right. You got to defend yourself. Right. And that's the thing about these L's that people don't understand is what you got don't matter. It's, it's, what, it's what you embody that counts. I think one of the, the biggest lessons that we can teach our men when it comes to highs and lows is the difference between command and demand. It's an extreme yeah. difference to that because... Technically, nobody is in a position to demand anything. But if you command a certain level of respect, if you command attention, you don't have to ask for shit. Right. Like, this is what we need to be, like, really teaching our boys. Like, so many niggas be, like, in the position of thinking that they, that guy that they missed, like, okay, well, they only fucking with you because you have money. Right, Real they're shit. not fucking with you because of who you're the cute, fuck you are. because yeah. you're, you're you're well mannered or nothing. Yeah. They just fucking with you because that cheese is flowing. Yeah, I seen that shit firsthand. As soon as that bread stop flowing, niggas, I like they don't know who the here. fuck you are, bro. They out of here. Yeah. And so, like, my thing is, like, I would rather command respect than demand it yeah. because you don't have to say 
Oh, motherfucker, you better talk to me a certain type of way. Right. Because I carry myself like that. Because motherfuckers, for motherfuckers to talk to you yeah. a certain kind of way. Real you know shit. what I'm saying? And yeah, that, that's shit, real shit. that shit gets lost in the sauce because everybody feel like in order for you to be a man, you got to boss up on somebody. All the time. All the time. Everything got to be tough. Yeah. yeah. And that was, that was the one thing I got from my father. My father taught me how to be tough, but it was women that taught me how to be a man. You know what I'm saying? Straight up and down. Hey, look, man, hold that door open for her. Right. That's a lady. You know what I'm saying? You you go above and beyond for the senior citizens. They pave the way for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? You hold doors. You you walk their groceries to their car. I don't care if you know them or not. That's just how women was in my family. Right. You know, they paved the way for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it was so many things that made me a man. You know what I'm saying? Of course, like, my uncle showed me how to cut grass but it was a woman that told me you keep everything groomed your home yourself as a man you know what i'm saying you never be out here tacky all that you know women taught me about pedicures and manicures and taking care of yourself well-being health wellness right you know what i'm saying so we got to pass this shit alone man this shit gets lost in translation a lot it does you know what i'm saying it does and the, the downfall that we getting lost in translation is a generation of kids who don't necessarily give a fuck about themselves. They think they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them do. I'm not going to say they don't give a fuck about themselves, but there's a, they give a fuck about themselves, but there's a lot of them who don't have the, the proper mental necessities to physically give a fuck about themselves. Right, right. Which then emotionally and mentally puts them in a rut to where they stop giving a fuck about themselves. And we just have a breed of human beings who are breathing or existing or living without giving a fuck about right. every breath. Mm-hmm. Yo, listener, thank you. Thank you for rocking with Penrose. Thank you for rocking with BJ. Listener. You dirty, disgusting listener. Not not all of you people I just think <laughs> the first time. But you listeners who listen for ill purposes, eat cock and balls. <laughs> uh, keep sending nudes to D-E-R-G-O-B-J-313 at gmail.com. If you want your titties exploited, let us know and leave a Twitter name. If not, leave a Twitter name for the uh, for the follow at least. Um, thank you, motherfuckers. It's been a long time since I've been in the stool with my bro. It's been a long time since we brought you new content uh, that we actually recorded new. Is what I'm saying. So, thank you. You got anything else, BJ? Um, yeah, actually, I want to, um, shout out everybody that has a podcast. I know for a genuine fact that it may appear that I do not listen. That is totally untrue. I just don't get reviews and I just don't converse. I am a truck driver. I can't tweet and text like everybody else. So it may feel like or seem like BJ really don't show no support. I listen to everybody. I just listened to like four back-to-back episodes of Crystal Clear, TOS. I listened to Danny and Cleo. I listened to Two Shots in the Brew, Second Shift, JTS. I listen to all of y'all when I get a chance. 
it kind of comes off like binge listening. I listen to like four or five of your shows in one day, and I just got to get it in how I get it in. I don't know how y'all listen to all these millions of motherfuckers. Right. But I'm Yo, learning. Be born and I yeah. be like, shit. I can't, I can't do it like y'all do it. I really try. Now that I have like, you know, wireless headsets and shit like that, I try to listen while I'm working, but I'm in customer service too. So I got to talk to motherfuckers all the time. So it's kind of hard for me to, you know, interact with y'all like I really want to. But I promise to start leaving reviews. I promise to start being a little bit more supportive. Just even if I'm just saying great show, whatever, I'm gonna do that. I need you guys to give me feedback as much as y'all can. Um, we trying to like you know raise the content level, talk about different things, um, put more ideas into the atmosphere as far as our personal show. Because what I am noticing too is no shade to nobody, but we are kind of like touching on the same topics too. So. Um, if y'all want to do mashups, take whatever, that, you know what I'm saying? Just let us know. Hit us up. D-E-R-G-O-B-J-313 at gmail.com or talk to Penrose. I mean, let us know what y'all want to hear. If y'all want to work, whatever. You know, we open to everything. So that's pretty much, you know, what I got to, you know, my little sister. Fuck everything he just said. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck your staff. Fuck your lip. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm just talking shit, yo. Um, shout out to everybody we fuck with, man. Like right. I said, um, check me and uh, Murph out on our new podcast yes, down sir. with the um, Check out, yo, just check out people that's giving great content. Check out everybody, man. You want somebody to check you out, you check them out too. Real shit. I think this 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 drive I just took to get hit. I listened to a couple of different podcasts. So um, uh, DMST, uh, SO, and uh, uh, the Queens or whatever. Yeah. So. You know, I had to get my music in too, so I couldn't listen to everybody in one night. But um, just yo, keep the movement moving, man. A lot of your, a lot of people. Um, I talked about this on on the Down with the DM show. A lot of people get sold on the idea that they forget to pay homage to the start. Yeah. Stay focused. Without focus, you have nothing. Mm-hmm. Because you can climb and climb. Imagine, like you know, how you ride a roller coaster, right? When you ride a roller coaster, you just go to the top, and whatever you're looking at when you get to the top changes immediately because now you're going down the other side of that hill on the roller coaster. Sometimes that shit throws your stomach. Yeah, yeah. When you have a focus, you know when to be prepared when a come down goes. Stay focused because no matter what happens, you know what the goal is. You know how to adjust in order to still make that goal fit, to make that goal be met. A lot of y'all is out here running around with no focus. You're running around with a lot of hope and a lot of dreams, but no focus. You're running around wanting a man, but you're not focused. You're, wanting around, you're running around wanting a woman, but you're not focused. You're running around wanting to be a man, but you're not focused. I don't give a fuck if you took, felt like that was a shot. If you heard that and you felt like that was a shot, it probably was. Then again, it probably wasn't. You should just probably check your bitch ass out. Anyhow, um, <laughs> stay focused, man. Like, real shit. Stay focused. Stay healthy. Drink apple cider vinegar mixed with a little bit of honey. Uh, use coconut oil. Eat fruit. Fuck bitches. Smoke weed. We out. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely could have been it. Yeah, right. I mean, right. <laughs> Real shit, man. I don't know. Like I said, it's been the first time in a long time that we've been in the studio together, man. It's been fun. 
It's been real. Thank you all for rocking with us. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us. Take that, take that. And we appreciate that. My name is Penrose. Catch me on Twitter, at Penrose Eames. Damn near everywhere else, I am Genius Green. Maybe I'll change that shit one day. Then again, maybe I won't. This is Penrose versus anybody, where I invite you to be unapologetic, because I'm going to be very unapologetic as well. And sitting across the table from me, it's my nigga. There go BJ. You can follow me at There Go BJ on Twit and IG. Send all emails to There Go BJ313 at gmail.com. Send all positivity, comments, and nudes. Let's not forget, people. We need them. To that email address, uh, feel free to um, hit me up on Twitter just to have any kind of conversation, whatever, man. I'm trying to grow in what I'm doing, so. I need to talk to y'all. I need to build a relationship with some of y'all. And if y'all really ain't trying to build, don't reach out to me, man. Real I'm shit. not into the whole fanfare, dick sucking, you know, all oh, men I fucks with. Nah, if you ain't really, you know what I'm saying? I mean, right. because that's just a cliche thing to say. You know, I fucks with y'all and I do this and I do that. But it's a certain level of effort that's right. lacking in that statement. So... I only interested in building with real people. You know what I'm saying? Like it's oh, it's just time, you know. And I support all of y'all. Like even if I didn't name y'all in that long list of people, trust me, it's a bunch of y'all I listen to. Junk and Nice, funny as hell. DMST, yeah. funny as hell. Like yeah. I listen to all of y'all. So I mean, it should be some kind of genuine respect and you know communication between us, and we gotta push that. That's all. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? That's all I gotta say. Hey, um, before I forget, shout out to Couch, man. Shout out to Absolutely. H-A-B. Shout out to Abe. That's the first family. Shout out to Maddie. Um, you know what I mean? Shout out to drunk comic fans. Shout out to White Me, Randy. Shout out to the Retail Rant. Even though they not on the app no more. Shout out to Project Archivist. Archivist, yeah. Uh, shout out to um um, you know what I'm saying, the lovely ladies over at Mixed Feelings. Mixed feelings. Um, World touring and shit. Shout out to Nerd Rage. Right, yeah. Mixed feelings. Are, they on the map, yo. Yeah, they, they doing, doing live, live shows, shows and in shit. states and shit. Shout out to Cassie and Mandy, yo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep it, keep it pushing. I, mean, I, I just want to be part of an Oreo story. <laughs> and I'm oh no, it's called Milk and Cookies. Milky That's cookies. what it's called. Whatever. <laughs> Even though I was a part of a Milk and Cookie episode one time, me and Cassie did the whole DMT thing. But anyway, yeah. um, so shout out to everybody on the couch party at man. Uh, if I missed him, it's definitely my motherfucking whole boy Ranty down in Rantyville. Shout out to the retail rent. Yes, sir. Um, uh, I, I mean, no. I before E except that to see. I'm coming. I promise we're gonna record together. Oh, I've okay. been I've been saying that shit. Like we when she was on Randy, I mean on Ranty show, and I was like, yeah, I want on my show. And oh, this is a uh, Heather D, right? Yeah. Okay, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with her. Shout out to her too. Yeah, shout out to Heather D. Um, so yeah, man, it's a long line of list. Of people that we fucked with It's a long line of people that we don't fuck with If we don't fuck with you You probably don't talk to us And we probably don't talk to you And it's probably for a reason And uh Yeah We really say asshole shit though Fuck man listen (laughs) You don't have to Look you ain't gotta like what the fuck we say God damn it I told y'all, man, I expressed myself before. So a lot of y'all be dick sucking on Twitter and then sliding somebody else's DMs and you don't think that other people can see it. And motherfuckers is privy to some shit that you don't know the niggas is privy to. And you out here talking shit. And then you wonder why you don't get a respond when you DM a nigga. Or you wonder why you don't get a respond when you email a nigga. Like, bitch, stop it. 
<laughs> and I'm not even talking about women. That bitch was could be for a couple <laughs> of you niggas out here. Stop that shit. God damn it. So anyway, man, it's been real. Um, it's been first time in a long time. Again, man, thank you all for rocking with us. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us. Good morning. Good evening. Good night. Bitch. We out. <laughs>